From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us honor, better, faster, stronger. That, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much stronger. Man, I've been waiting all night now. That's how long I've been on ya. Yes, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co host in the world. That's Fan Man. That's Fan Man, right? Fan Man. <laughs> fan Man, they got me on. There's all kind of Fan Man imitators out there, but I got the real number one co-host in the world, Fan Man, and I've been waiting all night for this moment. It is the moment. It is the moment, Ray. What a hell of a weekend it, for football. Hey, man, and it, it's the it's the moment that we've all been waiting for, and, and I say maybe not all, but I'll tell you what, Fan Man, I know you're elated. The Philadelphia I Eagles are coming elated. to the Valley. I am totally elated. In fact, I did some research, Ray, going back to September 2nd, 2008, which was our, our first show right as the season was starting. And guess what, Ray? You picked the Cardinals to be the NFC West champions. Oh, fam, come on now. I, I, it's been a thing where throughout the year, you know, and there's been times when you've been with me and other times where you just got sick of them because you thought they were the other team. Right, right. But, I, and, and but I, you're right. Was, and, but, you know, and I picked the 49ers and you picked the Cardinals, but I picked the Eagles to be in the NFC Championship game. You picked the Cardinals to be in the top and to get into the NFC Championship game. And it's my fault because I didn't have the right software to cut that out of that show and put it into this show so our fans all over the world could listen to how we picked it right on the money. But, fan, you, fan man, are you telling me that you don't think our fans trust our judgment? I think our fans do trust <laughs> our judgment now, but I just wanted to reinforce that action that they would know that we talked about this on September 2nd, 2008, and that we were right on the money. Well, I'll tell you what, fan man, the reason why we've been on the money is because, for one, we've had an opportunity to watch this team week in, week out to see them perform, to see them get better, to see even last year when Wiz came in town and, and he was hired to be a miracle maker, and he became a miracle maker. And he, and, he, and he did it. Yes, he did. And then, of course, we've seen Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb over the years, and even though many people have given up on them, I, I, I would have to say this. I don't think you gave up on Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. No, I never did, but you know what? I was talking to some people back east, my father in, in, in particular, and he told me that my, one of my brother-in-laws is totally, won't even go to the games because he wants Andy Reid and McNabb out of there. And I said, what? I said, they're going to the NFC Championship game fifth time in, in ten years. What, do you, what, what more do the fans in Philadelphia want? They want a Super Bowl. I think it's going to happen this time. Well, one thing about it, fam, and I, I've talked to some people back home too as well, and you would think that the city of brotherly love has won multiple Super Bowls. Not, not that they've been, but that they've won. And because they've won, they've raised, raised the standards so high that if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's not enough for them. But the fact of the matter is, we have yet to win a Super Bowl. We've been twice, but we have yet to win a Super Bowl. And so I don't see the frustration in particular when you look at Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid, and I, and I believe I know what the answer is. The answer is the expectations of these two. The bar was raised so high that anything less than that, and, that, and this happens many times as a player, 
as a player, you start performing. You start performing so well that many times people just take your performance for granted and they expect you to do certain things. And when you don't deliver on that, then as far as they're concerned, you're a failure. So the expectations, once these two guys got together and they saw the ability of his coaching ability and his playing ability, that they knew that these guys have the potential to win a Super Bowl. And anything less than that, they're not happy with. Well, you know what? I look at it this way, Ray, and I think the fans around the country would look at it this way. They're, here, the teams that are in the in, in, for the NFC Championship, everybody else is sitting on the sidelines watching it on TV. So the fans in Philadelphia should say, hey, we made it again. We have another shot. We get more shots of, of winning a Super Bowl than all of these other teams put together. We're always in there. The, even the national media put down the Eagles uh, back on the, when, when Donovan was benched in, on the, in Baltimore. And, you know, everybody was screaming and yelling about about the overtime and how confused could he be and this and that. And they came back, and when, when they beat Dallas, and they said, you know what, you're not going to do this to us. You, you stink. You stink, and we're going to show you how much you stink. And that's exactly what they did. Then they went into the Giants and beat them. I mean, come on. I mean, what else do you want? And then last night, you watch Jay Leno? No, I did not Stuttering get a chance. John got his hair cut off. It was hilarious. I'm, I'm glad he did. It because... was a between Stuttering John and Kevin, who, who is the band leader on the Jay Leno uh, show, on the Tonight Show. And the bet was, you know, if the Giants lose, he has to get his hair cut off, and they cut it right off on stage. Yeah, it was big, great. Big, big ups to Kevin. He's, he's been an Eagles fan. He's from Philly for years. You know, yeah. he's been supporting on Jay Leno, stood beside us at all times, never gives up, always wears the Donovan jersey. He'll probably have a Donovan jersey on again pretty he's, soon. He's been wearing it. You know, he had it on last night, too. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, anybody who wants to call and join in with us again have a conversation with I'm the player. He's the number one co-host of the world. He's fan man. I'm Ray. You can call us at 866. I'm sorry. It's now 888-346-9144. But I want to go back and talk a little bit about Andy and Donovan and and the way that they were able to there were some deep wounds between Andy and Donovan and I think they were extremely professional in terms of the way they were still able to go about their jobs. And even though there was tension, the tension was such that they still got better each week. They improved each week. I don't know if the personal relationship side improved, but certainly they said we don't have to love each other. We may not even have to like each other, but in order for us to both keep our jobs, we've got to win together. Well, and they what? did I that. I think that they sat down and had a, um, a come-to-face-Jesus meeting and I think the two of them walked out of that meeting by saying exactly what you said. We're going to win this for the team and for the fans of Philadelphia. We're going to make this happen. And whatever happened in the past, it's over. Move on. They did that. They showed the fans. They showed the whole United States, all of North America, that this team is for real and that this team is going to go to the Super Bowl. Well, let they me ask you. They are a cohesive unit. They are not going to let anybody kick them around anymore like the national media does. They are going to go to the, right to the top and, and, and put it where it needs to be put. Well, family, let me ask you this, uh, you know, because I think even though Donovan shouldered all of the blame, I think the blame should be passed around. Now, I I've taken a chance to kind of look over some statistics and I just kind of glanced at them so I can't give you figures. But I'm going to tell you this. Not only has Donovan played better since the benching, the entire team has played better yeah, since the benching. That's exactly so right. everybody wants to say. Too. You just brought up, and I do have some numbers in front of me because I did some research. The Eagles held the Cardinals, the Giants, the Browns, the Redskins, and the Cowboys to under 245 yards and 14 first downs per game. Now, you see what I. And, and that's the problem. See, the problem was not just Donovan alone, the problem was the entire team. All 
facets of the game had to improve, and that's that. That is the way you win a football game. I I, I talked about this, and again, I, I okay, I, I'm not a homer it's in my DNA. I talked about this about the college game, the Ohio State game. You can't miss tackles. You know, they lose the game because, and I don't mean to call the person out. It's not the person, it's the play. And so you can't make those kind of mistakes. And and the Eagles football team has been performing on all cylinders and all aspects of the game. And that's what the fans, and and this is what I want to say. I'm going to get to the Cardinals a little bit later in the show because we got to talk about the Cardinals because, you know, we've been, and I say we, it's in my DNA, guys, here. We've been blindsided. The Cardinals team that went into Philadelphia is not the real Cardinals team. That's a Sarah Palin kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like the lady on Saturday Night Live did that imitation. Okay, that's what happened. That wasn't the real Arizona Cardinals team that went into Philadelphia. And I think we, you and I, owe it to our fans who are Eagles fans to let them know that don't be disappointed in the team if the game gets a little close because that was not the real Arizona Cardinals team that showed up there in Philadelphia. One of the problems with the Cardinals is, is that you never know who's going to show up show up on the field. Uh, when they went into Philadelphia, um, you know, they, I mean, they were trashed as the worst playoff team. Uh, that's the national media saying that. They're the worst playoff team. They're not going to go anywhere. They stink. I said it to the same thing. But they went in, when they went into Philly, they had to prove something. Even if the game would have been close, the Cardinals would have said, okay, they would have said, now the Cardinals have something to offer here. But when they got blown out 48-20, to 20, uh, it showed that the team did not have that cohesiveness that the Eagles have. And I think that this coming Sunday when they play, I think you will see a different Cardinals team, but I, I, don't, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be, be able to hold uh, hold the Eagles back like they did Carolina. And I think in Carolina, uh, the bottom line with Carolina was they just played an awful game. They just didn't have their um, their stuff together, as you might well, say. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you about one thing, and that's about Carolina, because many times we don't give credit to teams where they play extremely well. Now, if you go back and you remember the first Carolina game, the Cardinals should have won that game. And I can go throughout the Cardinals' schedule and you can look at the team, the games of which they lost. The Cardinals should have and could have beat the New York Giants. The Cardinals should have and could have beat the Washington Redskins in Washington. The only game where they truly were blown out and didn't show up and it was a different team that was just, they had no chance of winning that game, was against the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they, they're the only team that really made them look terrible. And everybody, and that's probably why, again, the national media felt like this was the worst team to ever make it into the playoffs. They didn't, it's almost like they felt as if they should have forfeited their opportunity to get into the playoffs. You know, Terry Bradshaw on Fox, Terry Bradshaw was saying how bad they were, they're not going to do anything, and then all of a sudden, after the game was over, he was going for the Cardinals all the way, and I said to myself, why are you saying that, Terry? You better watch what you're saying here. Uh, you know, it's the Cardinals, it's the Cardinals. I'm a, I'm a Cardinals believer now. I mean, uh, you know, let's see who shows up on Sunday. Well, I, here's I, what Terry... You know, even though the, the Cardinals host the game and there's going to be 78 or 72,000 red shirts in there, Hopefully, famine. That's not going to happen. You know, what, what's going to happen? Oh no! The Eagles will be in there. I've talked to the number one ticket man in the country, and yeah. that is Leo Carlin. And, <laughs> and, and Leo said, "Ray." They're coming. <laughs> they're fl- <laughs> they're flying in. Well, you know what I heard I heard on some of the blogs and some uh, radio broadcasts that the Cardinals fans they were streaming in there to buy those tickets before the Eagles could get their hand. Eagles fans could get their hands on tickets, so it would be all right in that stadium. Well, one thing about it, there is uh, amongst the league, uh, there is a uh, a sharing of tickets uh, that is consistent throughout the season and even the playoffs. So there's an allotment of which. 
you have to give to the visiting team. Now, in the event the visiting team does not sell their allotment of tickets, then they return them to the Cardinals. Now, I'm sure what the Eagles fans and, and Leo's going to do is Leo is not going to let them short side us to the point. Sure, it's going to be a home game mm-hmm. uh, for the Cardinals. And, and, and let me just add a little twist to that. Some people may not know. I'm sure some many do. It's also going to be a home game for Donovan McNabb because this is Donovan's off-season home. That's so, right. So whereas some people get concerned about traveling across country and playing across country, and that's the only time I've ever objected to anything that Curtis said this year because, you know, I disagree with Kurt about so concerned about traveling across country yeah, and being there. Yeah, remember that Well, he Kurt won't, won't have, have to worry about that. Kept him in Washington to fly to, New, uh, to uh, the Giants game. Yeah, Kurt, <laughs> he's not going to have to worry about that. And Donovan's going right. to be home, and Donovan's going to be happy. And, and I'm telling you, of, of, of the two and the other game on the other side, on the AFC side, that's going to be a great game too. But I'm just hoping that these teams this weekend – Give the fans their money's worth like we've been seeing football's been this year. I mean, teams have been showing up, been playing, been very few blowouts, and, and it's been worth your time. And I just hope we get those kind of games this weekend because I, I, I am ready for some football. And so am I. And, I, and, and it's to the point where the, they, I think it's the right teams at the right time. You know, it, these teams have – earn their way into this playoff picture. I think they're playing at their best football at the right time. And anything less than that is really not going to be accepted by the fans, you know, by the media. And they're not going to have – there should be no excuses. Nobody should have any excuses this time of the year for for not performing. Is the Phoenix media, uh, sports media, saying anything that – Hopefully it would have been the Giants instead of the Eagles. That the, the Cardinals would have had a better chance against against the Giants. Are they saying that, or are they just pumping up the um, pumping up the game? Well, no, I think they're they're being respectful of the fact of who the Philadelphia Eagles are and what the Philadelphia Eagles did to the Arizona Cardinals when they traveled. But then again, they're taking into consideration that they traveled across country, and they think that was a big reason why the Cardinals weren't able to perform as well. But listen, we got music. You know what happens. If you've been listening to this show, you know what happens when music comes on. We got to take a break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. We're in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back after this message. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports yeah we're back now you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network with the number one co-host in the world and I just want to let all those folks out there know that's listening soon, and I mean very soon, not only will you be listening to Rail of Sports and all the other uh, great sports talk shows we, hear, uh, we have here on the Voice America Sports Network, but you'll also be listening to some new shows we're going to have. We're going to have former Buffalo Bills Jeff Nixon is going to be joining us. We're going to have Marty Mack. Mark McMillan also is going to have his show here on Voice America Sports. Uh, Joe Cribbs, a great all-pro running back from the Buffalo Bills, is going to be joining us. And Arkansas fast Freddie Barnett right here on Voice America Sports. So, hey, continue to tune in and listen to us. Call in if you'd like to. You can reach us today at 888-346-9144. And, of course, I have the number one co-host in the world with me today. Fan Man, we got to give some props to Tony Dungy. One of the greatest coaches and, and just a, a great man. You hear many people talk about father figures and things of that nature. But, but Tony was, when you talk about a player's coach, when I see Tony Dungy and when I watch Tony Dungy and what he's done you know, for the game of football, there were very few times, if ever, that you ever heard of a player that was a member of Tony's team that was in serious trouble off the field, you know, his team on the field, they perform, you know, like gentlemen, a gentleman on a football field. Can you believe that? That's what he had on the football field. Not a lot of nasty football playing. You know, they didn't, right. you know, not the unsportsmanlike penalties. You know, they kicked your butt and picked you up, you know. And uh, Tony was just the kind of person, and I don't want to speak to him as if he's left us. He's left the game of football, but he made such an impact 
on the game of football and on the lives of individuals. And he was great. Uh, when you talk about a role model, great role model. Well, you know, it wasn't a surprise to me that he uh, that he retired. Uh, you know, I mean, the rumors were around that he was going to retire. And, uh, you know, he, uh, I guess he, you know, he's, uh, he has he, time to move on. Yeah, and, and, you know, and football... Football was what he did. It was his job. That that's what it, that was just a job description during that period of time in his life was he was a football coach. And that's just what he did. That wasn't Tony the man. And and for me, I, I remember being a senior in college and uh, getting uh, a message from a friend of mine that knew Tony Dungy personally. And, and Tony sent the message to me that I, w- I was going to be okay that you know i would get my shot in the league and he thought that i'd be a decent ball player and you and just to have a message come from somebody like tony dungy who played at the university of minnesota and and played for the steelers and actually led him in interceptions the year that they won that super bowl mm-hmm. you know that just meant so much to me i'm like wow tony dungy knows me and tony thinks i i can play in the league i mean just because you play at a major university that doesn't guarantee you that you're going to be able to play and be successful in the national football league but those words of encouragement did a lot for me so hey tony I appreciate it. And as a role model, as a, as, as a younger black man, it was also exciting for me to see him be the first African-American to actually win a Super Bowl, too. So he's just been great for football. But, hey, let's move on because we got a lot to talk about, man. And I think maybe I'll just say a little bit about a couple games last week because we want to talk more about what's happening this week. But going into that, that, that Steelers game, and the Steelers were, again, going up against – the San Diego Chargers, of which I told you, I, I didn't like that. I've never, the Chargers kind of remind me of a rich kid's football team. Yeah, it's like a sissy rich kid's team, yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know, they got pretty uniforms. You know, they play in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California. Well, it's you, beautiful out here right now. You know, I'm sitting in Huntington Beach, and uh, San Diego's right down the road, and hey, they have it made here. Yeah, but you know, that just to me, when you think about football, you know, it's almost like, you know, the San Diego Chargers being the Super Bowl champs, it's like that. Those that doesn't go. It's an oxymoron. It doesn't, that doesn't ring, go it together. Just doesn't ring well. No. So I. So I. You know, like Terry Bradshaw said, he's going to. Hey, he's going with the Arizona Cardinals. When it's a big game and it means something like an AFC championship, you know, or it means something like going to the Super Bowl. I, I just can't pick the San Diego Chargers. I don't. I don't care who's on that team. I just don't ever see them winning it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. And the other thing is that I was reading on uh, NFL.com, I guess it's NFL.com or some someplace wherever I read on the Internet, that if Pittsburgh would have lost that game, Tomlin would have been out. They were going to get rid of him if he lost the game. Uh, you What's know, I, I, well, listen, I, I find that hard to believe, but yeah, let me well, just say this. Well, that's what they're saying, but, you know, uh, you know, they probably said that about Donovan, too. You know, you know, Donovan was out a few weeks ago, too, but you can't believe everything that you read, you know, and, and half of what people say. But, I, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Different than the Philadelphia Eagles, perhaps maybe could take that approach because their expectations are based upon their previous success. And so Super Bowls is the standard there. Super Bowl wins. Right. That's the standard for the what Pittsburgh Steelers. What really surprised Steelers. me was shocking was Tennessee and Baltimore. I, I, I thought Tennessee had this in the bag. They had it all year long, and they lose by three points. I mean, I was like, huh? What but, happened to that team? Well, fam, man, I, let me just say this. What happened to Tennessee Tell me. was, again, it was they reached their peak too early. you got to be playing your it's best like the football. the Giants reached their peak That's uh, right. in the middle that, of the season. Yeah, but see, the Giants, you know, one reason why I didn't pick the Giants is because 
you know, you're very a homer, few, that's no, right. there's been very few times in no, history. You it's happened because you're a homer. No, it's happened, but it is so hard to win a Super Bowl back to back. It it is just well, so hard. There. They almost were not playing. They almost did it again. No horseshoes, no horseshoes here, and that's why I didn't pick them, and I didn't think they would. But let me go back to the Ravens. Okay. Ray Ray made a tackle on the sidelines. Oh my goodness! Hit the man so hard, knocked, yeah, his, <laughs> knocked his helmet off. <laughs> Look, you know, block off. and but but see, that's football. That's what I mean. You don't see that coming from the San Diego Chargers. No, you don't see that from the San Diego Chargers, but you do see it with the Eagles. You see it with the Eagles. You see it with Tennessee. Now Tennessee, it didn't surprise me that that was a close ball. That's the kind of ball game you expected from those two teams. Right. It went right down to the wire. You know, and 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 listen. I saw something that a lot of fans are concerned about. It. Why is it in one game the referees can go back and say the, the clock expired and it was time for the two-minute warning so that play doesn't count? But when the Giant, when it happened with the Giants, you know, the Giants ran their your five-yard play and, you know, and they took it off for them. They didn't get that five-yard game. Right. They took it off. That's right. And, again, that's yep. something we're, again, obviously the coach didn't understand it. There's another thing where there's a concern or a question about the rules. Mm-hmm. And I just say that to protect Donovan. Not everybody knows all the rules all the time. So well, One thing I can say about Donovan, which was funny as hell, and I, I, I'm still laughing my ass off, and last night they had it on Jay Leno on the Tonight Show, where he went, when he went out of bounds and he picked up the phone to talk to their coaching, uh, their coaches uh, in, the, um, <laughs> in the stadium. Did you see that part? Yeah, I did. As that a matter of fact, fan man, let me tell you, I, I, I am hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping and praying that somebody, if anybody out there is listening in Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania, please do me a, pay, a favor. Send me a daily newspaper because I saw it where somebody sent me, I think it was perhaps maybe an email, to show me what the headlines of the newspaper read. And it had a picture of Donovan on that phone. And Donovan, the remark, the caption under that was, can you hear me now? Yeah, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and that, that was, was so, so funny. Fu- oh, it was, it was funny. It was hilarious. And, and I didn't even catch it. I guess I was just so entertained well, they, and, and amused by it. For that. Well, that's what I said. I guess I was so entertained and amused by it at the time because he also, Donovan also has a little run that he does from time to time. Like, it's very similar to the way Shaq does after he goes down in the court after he's made a slam well, dunk. You know what? I have, hey, hey, Ray, I have never ever in all my years of watching football seen something like that I oh mean, that, yeah that is like in your face oh yeah no if you there there is something <laughs> out there on nfl follies where somebody funny. years ago yeah. and i think it, oh I, I, you know i don't want to say it's lawrence taylor or somebody but it's somebody in my generation they picked up the phone you know and say hey can you can you get some help you know can you can you can you call the army troops in you know because we are killing them you know uh, and, and so yeah those phones are there for not that reason but we've got somebody on the line and, I, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I guess they're just who's coming the out of the who's, woodwork. Who's, who's the we got a Cardinals fan on the line. You know, Mike, Mike, are you there with us? I'm here with you. Hey, Mike, how you doing there? I'm doing okay. We actually got, we actually got two Cardinals fans here. Do you believe that? We got t- <laughs> two, two of us. You, you, there's only two Cardinals fans, Mike, or this is no, fan man? No, they're coming out of the woodwork, man. I've been, I've been a fan uh, since the beginning. You know, I never had a hometown team, but I was born and raised in Arizona. So when the Cardinals moved here, they were my team. And now we're we're extending the hand. We're helping people up on the bandwagon. Well, hey, hey, Mike, and I'm and I'm glad you're doing that. And I'm glad you're being honest about that because, you know, but this you got to remember, this is a retirement community fan man. When I first came here, you remember I said this. This was my quote: "The Cardinals are no longer a team of which one should come to to retire." That's exactly you did say that, right? And that is what happened. I believe that many people 
the players that were, you know, free agents, you know, they start thinking about the transition for when their careers are over, and they were accommodating those guys. They were and, getting and, guys and, that and were Mike, looking for a Mike, place to retire. Mike, so you've been a fan since 88, so you have been through, like I've been through when I lived in Phoenix, for 20 years of losing seasons, and you know what it's been like, so I, I, we don't have to retry, rehash all that. But right now, do you feel that the Cardinals have the ability and the, the playmakers to beat a team like Philadelphia? You know, I think they do. I mean, we've been hearing it all postseason, you know. Cardinals have no chance of beating Atlanta. We beat Atlanta. Cardinals have no chance of beating Carolina. We beat Carolina. You know, and now all we hear, no chance of beating Philadelphia, and I really think we do. Well, Mike, don't you think, don't you think that Carolina play, played a sloppy game? Um, yeah. yeah, They, they played a sloppy did, game. I mean, I mean you, know, you know, teams come out, and Ray says this all the time, and Ray played. I did. But, you know, they come out, it's either you, you got your stuff together or you don't. Right. You and know, and I, Carolina did not. To be, to be honest with you, I'm amazed at the coaching job over there. I mean, I, I, I really thought they had some of the top coaches in the league, and to make that decision on Larry Fitzgerald, for example. I mean, why do you not go out and, and double a guy like that? Why do you let him, you know, go one-on-one, get open? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so, I mean, they, you know, they, they definitely helped us on our way. But still, this Cardinal team right now, they're playing with drive. They're playing with ambition. Um, they've got talent on this team, and it's all coming together at the right time. Yeah, well, Andy Reid said, uh, you know, that by beating the uh, Arizona drum hard on Monday, basically, and this is coming out of AZ Central, that in the wake of the Eagles' 48-20 to Thanksgiving uh, drubbing of the Cardinals, this, the, the, that game probably had a lot to do with making Arizona such an underdog in its first two playoff matchups. Because the national media and everybody else said, you know, if they can't beat these teams, how are they going to, how, how they going to survive the playoffs? How, right, how are they going to exactly. do this? And, you know, they did, so... Well, I can just say this, guys. Amazing. And, and, you know, Andy Reid made that comment, but I can guarantee you, Andy Reid is doing something and has the ability to do something that we don't have, and that's look at game film. And Andy Reid is looking at game film since they played that team. They're in, 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 in Philadelphia, and Andy says, hold on, guys. I don't even want to talk about that team that we played because that's not the same team that's going to show up. Okay. And if Andy's saying anything different to those guys, and if those, Andy doesn't have to say it. Brian Dawkins and Donovan McNabb and, and John Runyon and Trey Thomas and all those guys are going to see it for themselves. I want you guys to see this for yourself. We're going to hold on and we're going to come back. We're going to work some magic on the other side of the mic in this commercial. You're on the Rail of Sports on the First America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Hey, Mike, you hold on, too. We'll be right back. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
despise her, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports yeah i like that i like that music guys keep it coming You listen to Royal Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And man. And, and you know, we're starting to talk a little about about the Arizona Cardinals and, and the comment that Andy Reid made. And I, at the start of the show, you know, I let everybody know, you know, it's like Woody used to tell us back in the day. Woody used to say, never let them sneak up on you and hit you in the head with a sack of shit. <laughs> now, that was a sack of shit that went sack out there shit. to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Don't hey. let that sack happen when they arrive here in Arizona. So, hey, I know Mike is a, is, is a big fan of the Cardinals, and, and there's a reason why he should be a well, big fan yeah, of the Cardinals. I want to ask Mike a question, right? Mike, this is Fan Man. Mike, are you there? Uh, he's gone. Mike? Mike? Yes. Are you there? Okay. I want you to tell the fans and everybody around the country listening right now, what happened to the Cardinals? What changed the Cardinals over the last two games? You know what, I'm, I'm going to actually turn the phone over to my buddy Bud. He is a uh, football scholar, huge Cardinal fan, and here you go. Man, we, I thought, you know, I thought that was a joke. I, I really thought there was a joke. I didn't know there was actually two. bigger than NBC. I, I mean, didn't know there was actually. You know how many people are listening to Hey, Bud, this yeah, is Fan Man. Hey, you know, I heard the question, and I think, you know, what, what changed in the Arizona Cardinals, I think, is a little veteran leadership in Kurt Warner. I think um, the experience of Coach uh, uh, Wisenhunt, and, and actually getting this team prepared and actually getting this team to believe in the scheme and getting this team to believe in the fact that, that once you get the ticket, once you're one of the 12, you know, it's your lottery ticket. This is your one chance and your one opportunity. I mean, I heard an interview by Larry Fitzgerald that talked about that chances come around, you know, uh, you know very little. I mean, Kurt Warner, you know, was, was in the postseason with the Rams and how, how much success he had, and he thought it was just going to be an every, every year thing. And he had an eight-year hiatus until he actually got back. So I think getting this team fired up and getting this team ready to go, they looked at defensively, they looked at films, they looked at, um, you know, they looked at Atlanta, they looked at uh, what Matt Ryan did out there. We talked about Andy Reid, you know, reviewing films. This team has definitely sat down and they looked at every one of their opponents and they looked for little things that, that can give them an edge in a game. And they actually caught on and they believe in the system. Um, Dominique rogers Cromarty is playing out of his mind the last six weeks. Um, this rookie has come along. I think he's going to be a future pro bowler. Um, defensively, you know what, they just – you know, they got a little bit of a swagger about them. And um, I think, you know, what helped them, too, was, was everybody underestimating them. I think the media talking down about, uh, 
you know, I think we heard Deion Sanders telling them about how the Cardinals are the worst team to ever make the make the playoffs. That's what they said, bud. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, I think that kind of put a little chip on their shoulders, and they kind of gave them something to go out there and prove. And you know what? Once the ball started going, and, uh, you know, I was at the Atlanta game, and, uh, boy, man, we came out played with intensity, and you kind of felt like it was deflated all of a sudden at halftime when Atlanta took the lead. But, man, they came, they went back into the locker room, they refocused, they came out in the second half, and they just, they just, they just started laying the wood. Hey, but let me say one thing to you. The last time the Cardinals were in a playoff situation is where Vince Tobin, remember the coach, Vince yeah. Tobin? Yeah, we uh, beat, uh, I believe, Dallas in the first round. Yeah, that was, that was uh, the, uh, the playoff in the game round. in 1998. That is correct. Vince Tobin. That was the last time. That was 10 years ago. Hey, but fam, man, let me just say this. And, and, that, and that was 10 years ago. This is a different team. This is a different team that's going to take the field. And I'm going to tell you, when, and I said at the beginning of the year, when you look at the Arizona Cardinals football team and you match them up across the board with any team, they have as much talent as any team out there. I mean, if I had to just dismantle this team and say, okay, I'm going to dismantle them, I'm going to, be, I'm going to replace them with, with different players, you know, I'm not sure I would want to do that. They have a, a very good football team. I told you they, they mirror the Philadelphia Eagles. And speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to ask you to hold on there because we have a former Philadelphia Eagle on the line with us. I think we got Mighty Mac. Mac McMillan's on the line. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, man, you just couldn't hold out, huh? You just couldn't hold out. You want to come on know, and talk I, about hey, it. Man, this is a big week. You know I got to throw my two cents in for this <laughs> hey, week, man. Hey, man. man, how you doing? Mac. Hey, that was yeah. Fan Man. Hey, man. Fan Man said hello what's to you. What's going on, Fan Man? You know, I, 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 was, I was holding off. I said the show was almost... I can't, I can't let this slide, man. It's a big week, man. Well, listen, man, Mac, it, it, it's a big week. You know, it, it, big plays are going to have to be made, and, and you, you've seen both teams play. You know, why don't you take a look at it? You know, you tell me what you think if there's an advantage on one side of the ball or the other. Who do you think has the advantage? What, what, and that's your professional opinion, not, not your heart. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, with the Eagles. Uh, they've been playing. The defense is playing great. You know what I'm saying? And, and Donald McNabb. I can't say, you know, I can't say anything else about him. You know what I'm saying? With with him being in Philly, I hear a lot of people saying, you know, they've been down on McNabb. They, you know, ever since the benching and ever since I was talking to Fred Barnett, ever since they tied Cincinnati, it's been a totally different ball game. Hey, Bud, and, uh, hey, Bud, you got Mark McMillan there. Mark obviously is, is standing up for the Philadelphia Eagles. Tell him why you think the Cardinals are going to win. You, you've seen the Eagles play. You saw the Eagles play against the Cardinals. Why do you think the Cardinals will win? Well, why? Our defense is playing phenomenal. But more importantly, Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, two of the top five best in the, in the league. Larry Fitzgerald's number one. I mean, you can bring the heat, but the thing that I like about Kurt Warner is he's got a very fast release, which is great. So you can bring heat if you can't get to him and he's throwing the ball downfield and you're one-on-one or even two-on-one. They got to him in Philly. You know, you, you can – well, yeah, you know, different time, different game. You can say, oh, well – Wait, 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 but, but oh, you, you, know, you go back to that Thanksgiving Eve game, game that Thanksgiving – beginning of the year, and then they throttle them at the end of the year. Hey, bud, Thanksgiving night when it was a 48-20 to 20 route, where were the Cardinals? What happened? That's why I asked earlier with Mike, what changed the Cardinals to be where they're at today? Is it coaching? Is it luck? Is it – what is it? Well, I think it's coaching more than anything. they got an experienced coach that's been in the postseason that has a record of... See, here, here's the other problem that nobody's talking about here. This is the other issue that nobody has talked about. The Eagles have been in five NFC championships. Been, been the there, Super done Bowl that. Twice. Been there, done that. That's right. So they're going in. The Cardinals haven't been there since 98, and the last time was 75. So, they, they, you know, this is going to be a lot of pressure on the Cardinals to, 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 uh, to win this game. Well, we had a lot of pressure on us going into the first round when we were home underdogs. Then we had even more pressure when we went out east and played Carolina. When we were five, we were zero and five going on the East Coast. Carolina was eight and zero at home. It was the best offensive running team in the country, 
and that you know we had a lot of pressure there. But you know what? Our boys stepped up, and we said, you know what? Yeah, we're but it was Jake DeLone. We're not your Who's mom and dad's Cardinals Who's... guys. This is yeah. a new team with a little bit of a swagger, and these guys are ready to play. Hey, I, Matt, I just like just like you were surprised. saying, like Jake DeLone. Who's that? I mean, what that, happened? That's, that's that team Jake... fell apart. That's Jake DeLone. No one, you know, when you like Ray said, when you match him up across the board, the only thing that the Cardinals had to worry about was Steve Smith. You stop Steve Smith, and you stop the Carolina Panthers. And the, you know, all you do is just stuff the box. Hey, Matt, the hey, Matt. When they made him throw the ball, he was just throwing, he was throwing the ball everywhere. Hey, Matt. He was, really he was well back there like Ray Charles. He was throwing the ball everywhere. Angelo Williams and, and Jonathan Stewart, right? I mean, so yeah. I mean the thing is, is, is that, is that, yes, you know what, are the Cardinals the new kids on the block? Is this the first time they've been there? Do we have a lot of experience? No. Have we ever played? Have we ever won two national? Or I mean, uh, two playoff games uh, consecutively? No. We're in uncharted waters, guys. This is a team that's playing outside the box. This is a team that's playing with intensity. This is a team that believes they can win. They're 13 and four at home under Weisenhunt at this stadium. You know, you throw 13 and four is a pretty impressive home record, guys. So I think what you're doing is you're undervaluing what this team does when they play at home. Now it's a completely but, different like, ball game than, than Thanksgiving night. Coming from, like Ray said, coming from a player, coming from the mentality that we think, it's like these are the Cardinals. That's your mentality. When you're feeling like we're the Eagles, it's not like, you know, those are the Giants. They, they, that's a great matchup, either way you put it. But when you throw in the Cardinals, okay, they've had a great success this year, but in Philly's mind, these are the Cardinals to us. Guys, We've already know, waxed them before, so what's the difference? You say, I love it when you say, well, you're the Cardinals and we're, we're Philadelphia. Guys, your record wasn't that great. Your record wasn't that impressive. Your stats that you had over the course of the season were not that good. Baltimore laid the wood to you guys. You went out and tied Cincinnati. And not only that, when there was a game that mattered, when you guys could cinch off a playoff, lock it in against Washington, you guys didn't get it done. So all of a sudden, because, wow, you guys have had three great games where you, you drilled Dallas to get into the playoffs and you had the cards laid just perfectly right for you. Don't to get forget in. they drilled the, they drilled you, the Cardinals, too, now on Turkey Day. Games. And all of a sudden, it's like, we're Philadelphia and we're pounding our chest, and you guys are the Cardinals, and guess what? You're nothing. I mean, come on, guys. Seriously, get real But but when it comes to the Eagles, when it comes, look at look at the division that the Cardinals were in. It was the the worst division in the NFL. Seattle stinks. Um, San Francisco stunk, and St. Louis really stank. Florida could have beat the, the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you Arizona's losses versus the losses that Philadelphia had. Okay, and the losses that we lost, we lost to good teams. We lost to playoff teams. Okay. Philadelphia lost to teams that aren't in the playoffs, and they tied one of the worst teams in the league this year. Tied them. So the, the, I think if, if, if Bolton's not playing in this game, it's going to hurt them way more in this game than it did last week. Hey, guys, you guys are secondary. The Cardinals secondary is, is planted. Guys. Hey, guys, I'm going to step in here for a minute. You guys, have, this is a great show. I, this is what I like. This is what That's I what want. About, <laughs> this, hey, this is the intensity of the NFC championship game. I mean, this is what it brings. It brings from people on one coast to another coast. It even matches up players against fans, and, and I'm enjoying this, and I'm hoping you guys are enjoying this as well. But let me just say this. I, I, I want to go position by position, and, and I'm going to give both of you an opportunity. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask the Mark to, to go up against the fan and Bud, the two quarterbacks. I'll let you start it off, Bud. You think your quarterback fares better than Donovan McNabb? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think his stats show that. I mean, uh, this is a quarterback that's, uh, I think his passer rating in the postseason is 92.8. I think that uh, he's second in the league in passing yardage this year, 
Um, I think Kurt Warner actually uh, had he definitely had a Pro Bowl type season here in Arizona to guide this team. Hey, but let me say this: Let's say, and hypothetically, let's say that Warner gets hurt, okay? Because the Eagles' defense is they're they're animals, okay? Let's say they get him, they knock him down, and he has to leave the game. And I hope that doesn't happen to him because I hate to see that. But let's just say it does: hurts his arm or his shoulder. All of a sudden, you have the 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 beard tooting um, Hollywood Matt coming in. <laughs> I mean, you think? Do you think if that happens? Don't you think that Philly's going to try to knock out Warner to get the get uh, Mister uh, Beer Pop and Hollywood Matt in there? <laughs> I, I certainly think that that's a good plan for Philly. I think they're going to bring the heat. I think that he's going to see more pressure um, than he's seen. I think he's going to see a lot of pressure. Um, the blitz is definitely coming, and it's going to come fast. And I think they're going to prepare for that. Well, fam, man, let me just say if, this if, to you if guys: Liner gets in the game. Uh, yeah, uh, as anybody, I'm concerned, as you would be concerned if Cole got in Yeah, I'm going to, and that's what I was going to say, you fan, man. Anytime, you know, it's almost like they say you cut off the head of the monster. You know, you always want to try to get the quarterback out of the game, and hopefully you get the backup guy in there because he's rattled because he hasn't taken one snap all week long. In this case, you know, either one of those guys are getting there. The other team Let me ask you a question, right? You think they're, you think they're working on it right now? Well, I think well, you know when it comes to no, when it comes to playoffs, yeah, I mean this is it. It's over with. You, you're not going to spend time with your backup. No, he's not going to get. A, he probably won't get a snap at all this week. But I want to go back and give Mark the chance, uh, as I uh, started to earlier. Mark, you give me the case about Donovan and Donovan's performance this week compared to uh, Curse, uh, of course, Kurt Warner. Well, I'll just go back to the injury that that Donovan suffered, you know, years ago, and. Uh, He's just really fully, you know, healing from that injury, and you can see with some of the, some of the passes and him able to get out of pressure uh, the last couple of weeks. And he's just been playing on fire, man. He's having fun. He's got that swagger back. He's smiling. He's getting everybody excited, and he's making the tough throws. And uh, with his mobility out of the pocket, um, when you go inside of New York and you can pull out a victory against the defending Super Bowl champions. That says a lot about a quarterback. Yes, it does. Okay, so if we're going to look at the two quarterbacks there, it, it sounds like it's kind of a wash there. I mean, I think there are two very good quarterbacks. You know, it could very well be when it's all said and done, they could end up both being Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Kurt has already been an MVP a couple of times. He's won the Super Bowl. Donovan's been to an NFC championship game four times. He's been in the Super Bowl. He hasn't won it. Uh, so it's kind of a wash right there with the quarterback, guys. But we're going to go through some other positions here. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. We're in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. 
Muscular Development presents No Bull Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Hosted by the infamous Muscle Mob, John Romano and Dave Palumbo, welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. No Bull Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, tune in and find out. No Bull Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestricted. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. All right, we're back. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Damn, man. We were, we were playing ball, man. This is the way I like it. We were actually playing ball. And I want to go back and finish playing ball a little bit because we, we actually had a fan having a conversation with a player. And, and it seems like we were talking about the quarterbacks. I'm going to have to say that that was kind of an even thing. So I want to move on a little bit to the running game. And then we got another fan who's going to join us here in a second. But let me have these guys just adjust the running, address the running game because you got a three-headed mind monster over here in the desert and then you got i'm gonna call you know a run and shoot over there because of course you got westbrook who runs real hard and then it's almost like you get hit with a bullet you know when buckholder comes in there so mark started off the running game advantage is it philadelphia or is it over here in the desert mark you still there with us okay it looks like mark dropped i think he's there now mark you there no he's not there. there okay bud are you still there Okay, okay, Bud's not there. So it, lost everybody. Oh, here, what happened? I'm here. Okay, okay, oh, Bud's, bu- there, okay. Bud's here. Okay, Bud. No, no I'm Jeff. <laughs> okay, hey, 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 oh, Jeff hey, is Jeff, with us. Man, it's hey, good. Hey, Jeff, great to have you, man. Listen, Jeff, we're into a conversation. I'm going to give a fan an opportunity. Hey, now, and this fan, of course, here is from the desert, Jeff. And Jeff, of course, is our, our great correspondent who helps us out there on the East Coast in the city of Brotherly I think Love. Mark came back. And, and what I want to do is, Jeff, I want you to kind of go against this guy here because he's saying that he be- I believe he's going to say that the Cardinals have a better running game than the Eagles have. Is that right, Bud? Oh, Bud's not with us. <laughs> okay. Hey, Jeff. Well, he must not be very confident. No. <laughs> you know, when you look at it, but Jeff, out here, the Cardinals have kind of a three-headed monster, I said, and the Eagles got kind of, a, I'm going to call it a run and shoot because Westbrook runs real hard and, of course, uh, you know, Buckholder hits you real hard like a bullet. Mm-hmm. Which running game do you think will pair the best against, uh, you know, on Sunday? This running game out here in the desert or the Eagles game they're going to bring into town? I still think the Eagles running game is better, even though it's struggled the last two games, even though teams are really stacking up on the line trying to take out uh, Brian Westbrook. Uh, and, and I think Edron James is maybe a Hall of Fame back, but he, you know, just because he's had two good games after they rediscovered him, I'm not ready to put the Cardinal running game uh, and, and you know make it the top. I know they're leading all teams right now in rushing in the playoffs, but... Um, have they gone against a, a run defense like the Eagles? I don't think so. Hey, Jeff, let me ask you a question about Edron James. We've mm-hmm. talked about him quite a bit over the last two years. Do you mm-hmm. think that Wisenhunt or Wisenhunt rested him for the season knowing that there's a possibility of getting into the playoffs? And if they did get into the playoffs, which they did, then he was going to put, put James back into the game. From what I know, fan man, there was a decision to go to Tim Hightower because they felt at the time he was going to give them more um, young, more energetic, a little fresh uh, power guy inside the, the goal uh, inside mm-hmm. the, the red zone 
I think in the back of Wizenhunt's mind, though, Fan Man, that the reason why they never really acquiesced to James's decision for a trade or a release is because they probably felt that they were going to have to use him down the stretch and that it was good that they had him pretty much un- or not, not playing for a large stretch of the season to save him for this time. Right. That's what I think. And, I, you know, and, and when you mentioned that, Jeff, you know, it, it's one thing about it. You know, it, you're never guaranteed tomorrow. And so, mm-hmm. you, so you never know that. But I, 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 my personal opinion is you're exactly right in the money. They, they needed a, a, an addition to their running. They needed a new aspect to that run game. And I think at that time of the year that, that High, High, High Tower, High Smith actually gave that to them. I mean, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a burst that didn't – sometimes you could see Edge would see the hole, but he mm-hmm. couldn't hit it at that time. And he was getting banged up early in the year, and, and he was given his opportunities. He had his touches, but he just didn't – you know, three yards doesn't get it done, guys. You give let the guy run the ball three times in a row, he gets nine yards, we got a punt, you know. And Great so, X factor to have, right? I mean, when you have a guy who's been to the playoffs, who's won a lot of games, who's uh, had probably had a Hall of Fame career – to bring him off the bench when other teams are not game-planning against him, even more specifically, uh, there were teams that were just going into Arizona saying, hey, we don't have to respect that running game. Let's just flood the secondary and, and force Warner to thread the needle, and now they have to worry about it a little bit. Yeah, right? you're now right about it. About that's, it. that's what you have to do whenever there's a player on the field, and that's why the Giants are so upset today is because you have to account for that player when he is on the field, and mm-hmm. when you don't account for him, then he can hurt you. you know, and I think that's what Edge has done many hey. times. They put him in the game, and I believe when he comes into the game, people have not really been expecting him to run, but I also believe that they thought he was in the game because, again, he has that experience of picking up blitzes and mm-hmm. blocking for the quarterback and getting some extra time. Hey, Ray, do we have another fan on the line? Uh, we don't have another fan, but I think we may. Mark, are you back with us? Nope, we don't. Oh, we have a fan on the line. <laughs> who's, who's on the line? It was me. Hey, Mark, you back with us. Yeah, what's going on? Okay, well, hey, well, man, we were we were addressing that running, we were uh, addressing the running game, and I and I thought Bud and and Jeff answered the question. Uh, he didn't have a lot of faith in the Cardinals' running game because I wanted you to uh, address the issue with the running game as to you know what aspect you thought would be more successful there, the aspect of their running game or our running game coming out of Philadelphia. And I say our, it's in my blood, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and he he wasn't there to support the team, but but Jeff kind of. You know, uh, and, and Jeff, who is, of course, our great correspondent from back there on the East Coast, feels that the Eagles have the edge with, with Westbrook and with Buckholder. Do you uh, agree with that, or how do you like Arizona? Assess Arizona's running game for us, if you could. Um, I, I, I like it a lot, also. That was uh, one of the keys. When you have uh, Westbrook and Buckholder both carrying the load, um, you see in the Giant game, uh, that kind of killed them at the end because their uh, Buckholder and Westbrook were able to come out of the backfield and isolate them on linebackers one-on-one which opened up a lot of things and opened up a lot of passing lanes for Donovan. So um, they, they're not going to be able to run the ball up the middle. It was kind of tough for them to try to do that against the Giants. Uh, they got to run those guys off tackle, get those guys in isolated situations, and let Donovan use his legs. Uh, Hightower, you know, he's more like he's still young. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's stepping up his game, and, and Edge is playing with a chip on his shoulder. He's actually interviewing for another team. We all know that. So he's been playing pretty well also, but – like I said, if they don't have any Anquan Bolden, they're going to stack the box. Dawkins is on a mission. I love him. He represents the number 20. We all know he's to wear that number 20 very well. My man Dirty Waters down in Philly. So it's going to be a great matchup. Well, I would also like to say this, guys. When You know, I've always been one of those guys that when you put eight up in the box, there's always a chance that somebody can take it a distance. And, and see, the Eagles have that factor. If they want to run blitz us, that's okay because Westbrook can take it the distance. I don't feel, unless it's Highsmith, he gets it, he can take it the distance. But Edge, 
you know, hey, Doc will run him down. <laughs> we'll get him. I think, yeah, they're, they're, they are we get definitely him. will get him. Hey, you know, we only have like four minutes left. Let's, let's go for our picks for this week. Well, I, and then that's what, exactly what I want to do, guys. And then let's talk a little bit about the Ravens and, and Pittsburgh. Let's start off with that because I think we all know it, it may be a consensus here with who's on the line, what's going to happen in the Eagles and the Cardinals game. But the Ravens and the Steelers, and Jeff, you know, you've been back there on the East Coast a little bit. I don't know if you got a chance to, to really assess, you know, what's happening. But I know yes, you've seen I the Steelers I've play. Seen both a lot. So what do you think about that game this week? Is it going to be like the game early in the year, or what do you think? I think the Steelers are going to win. I think I believe that – Baltimore is a good team, and they've shown a ton of resilience, and they've had a lot of fortune on their side a little bit. But if you look at that Tennessee game, they were outplayed offensively. I mean, they they really gave up a lot of yards to Tennessee. Um, The Titans just fumbled and caused, you know, they turned the ball over and shot themselves in the foot uh, a few too many times, and you can't do that against a great Baltimore defense. But the Steelers aren't the type of team that does that, and they have just as good of a defense, and they're at home. I think the Steelers are going to – I think the rookie quarterback is going to have a tough time in an AFC championship game. Right. So, Jeff, are you saying that we're going to have a Super Bowl in Pennsylvania? I think there's going to be a Keystone Clash, my friend. Yeah, Keystone Clash. That's what I'm thinking, too. Wow. Yeah. Okay, hey, Matt, talk to me. What do you think, man? Uh, I like the Steelers. I like the Pennsylvania Super Bowl. Um, the defense are playing great. Uh, Baltimore is playing great also. But uh, the Steelers exposed quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, when they exposed a the quarterback last week uh, for the Chargers – uh, it's going to be tough for Flacco. He's a good quarterback. He's going to be a good quarterback in the league. But uh, Pittsburgh runs so many schemes. They bring so much pressure. It's going to be hard for them to, uh, to go down there and win in, in Pittsburgh. Okay, well, hey, you know, if, if you, it's my time. i got to say something, you know, and, and I'm going to look at it like this. I, I just think that, listen, you, you got a guy down there with the Ravens who practice every day against, you know, one of the greatest defensive coaches that ever exists, and that's Jimmy Johnson. And, and I just think Harbaugh's going to have his young man prepared, and, and, and I think that the Ravens are going to win the game. It's going to be a hard-fought football game, but I think the Ravens are going to win. I don't have to ask you guys about – What's going to happen in the other game? Because we're all from Philly. <laughs> so, well, I'm picking I'm picking uh, Pittsburgh and I'm picking the Philly Eagles. Yeah, well, fam, man, you were wrong last week, so I, 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 I think the Ravens week, but I was right at the beginning of the year. <laughs> hey, we had a great time, a great show. I appreciate everybody who called in. You've been listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Got to go, guys. So I have to say this: I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports